Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In our praying to God, the Father, we pray through Jesus. He is our advocate. He lives to make intercession for us. None of us is perfect. We all fail. It's because of our imperfection that the Apostle John wrote. If anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. Jesus paid the price for our sin. He bought our forgiveness. Therefore, our salvation is through Jesus. God the Father forgives us, helps us, and blesses us through his Son Jesus. Jesus is pleading, I died for these people. I love these people. I lived with them. Forgive them and give them eternal life. He is our mediator. If we want access to God, we come through Jesus. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he'll do it. So we actually pray to the Father through Jesus because all power and authority is given unto him above every other. There's no other name. There's no other name. And then it goes on to say, and in verse 11, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So what it means is that right now, but in the millennial kingdom, that everyone will confess, every tongue will confess the position of Jesus Christ as supreme above all other. Jesus, supreme above all other, and that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So, in actual fact, we glorify God by exalting Jesus. It's that simple. And I know that in my praying, yes, I pray to God, but I pray through Jesus because it's in the name of Jesus. He is the intercessor. He lives to make intercession for us. And that's why, uh, yes, we all fail. None of us is perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect. And it's because of that, uh, our imperfection, that Jesus is the intercessor. He paid the price for our sin. He bought our forgiveness. Therefore, our salvation is through Jesus. And God only forgives us. God only blesses us and helps us through Jesus because Jesus is saying, if we fail God, it's like if you can imagine this, Jesus is pleading to his father, look, I died for these people. I love these people. I lived with them. Forgive them and give them eternal life. So he is, it's put in another direction in scripture. He is the mediator. Because if we want access to God, we come through the mediator, Jesus. You know, so often if you're trying to approach people and I have to approach heads of government and uh, heads of churches, denominations all the time. But I usually come through another person who is the 
intermediary, the mediator who makes it possible. And your access to God is only through Christ. There's no other way. You can't go through saints. You can't go through Mary. You can own the scripture is absolutely clear. Your approach can only be through Jesus. And then he comes on this Paul. He says, Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, but much more now work out your own salvation. You know, it comes back to a very basic thing that the original sin of Adam and Eve, what was it? It was disobedience. God said, Thou shalt not, and they did. And the greatest sin, really, for us as believers, and I'm talking about believers here, like you and like me, the greatest sin in our spiritual life is disobedience. But how can we be disobedient unless we know God's plan and God's will? And that's why we have to seek God in order to know what his plan and purpose is for us. And, you know, for me... Don't look at me as being something extraordinary or different. I've known from, from birth, in effect, from my earliest conscious days, I've known that God had a plan and a purpose for my life. And all I've tried to do is be obedient, to hear the call and go out and do it. Sometimes it takes an enormous amount of faith. That's why when I received the Holy Spirit, and Paul says when you receive the Holy Spirit, there are nine gifts of the Spirit. The gift that I asked for was the gift of faith in order to be able to do what he says. So in my life, uh, going to the Ukraine, going to Russia, going to Armenia, going to Georgia, as I've done, and going into Poland, as I am, is really only in obedience to what God is calling me to do. It's a sense that my ministry is a ministry of just obeying what God says. God is the master strategist. God is the planner. You know, we are not strategists in spiritual issues. We're not planners in spiritual issues. Only God knows the strategy. And right from the beginning, the Bible actually says, from the beginning when God created the earth, he knew what would happen. Because when he created man, he also knew man would sin. And Jesus Christ is described in the Bible as the Lamb of God, the sacrificial Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. So what we realize here is that before sin came, salvation came. Now that's an interesting thing that actually salvation comes before sin. So before you sin, a way of escape, the Bible uses the expression, a way of escape. That escape is in Christ. That's why Jesus had to be obedient when he was born and lived and died. He was obedient to the plan which God had right from the beginning of creation. So for us, obedience is the key. Now, this is why he says, um, 
about obedience in verse 12. Then he says, work out your own salvation. Now, we know that salvation, the scripture is clear, and Paul is clear. Salvation is not of works, lest we should boast. In other words, I'm not saved because I'm an evangelist. I'm not saved because I healed the sick. I'm saved because Christ died for me. Do you understand? It's what I do doesn't give me salvation. I don't work my way into the kingdom of God by visiting all these countries and preaching the gospel around the world and seeing miracles of healing. My salvation is only dependent on the obedience of Jesus Christ. Do you get it? But what I have to do is, when Paul is saying, work out your salvation, it means that I have to live in order to fulfill this purpose and plan of God. So he goes on and he says, uh, do it without murmuring, disputing, be blameless, sons of God without rebuke. Uh -huh. And he must have been thinking about our generation without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. That is what Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. We are living in a time of immense turmoil. The Lord is the only one, the only thing, in whom, and in which, we can rejoice. Our ministry is only possible, because of faithful praying, giving people, like you. Each week, the gospel is preached online, and in person. We continue to provide food, water, and other essential items, to the displaced in Ukraine. In addition, we distribute Bibles, and broadcast the gospel, on Ukrainian TV. Thank you, for your generosity, and kindness. To make a donation, visit, eurovision.org.uk, forward slash, donation. Do you want the fire of God? That Pentecost experience will only come for one purpose. That you might glorify the name of Jesus. Prophetic Vision magazine is the teaching ministry of David Hathaway. Request your free copy. And let God show you the path to revival in your life and your nation. Visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash contact. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.